0: And welcome everybody to the Halos in the Infield podcast. Uh, I am Fernando, joined here by Chase. Chase, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing very good. How about you, Fernando?
0: Good, good. We were just talking off air about how we always have to pretend that we didn't have conversations prior to hitting record. (laughs) So you guys are witnessing that always like awkward, hey, we haven't been talking 15 minutes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of a different look today. Obviously, Todd isn't here. He's off doing some work stuff, you know, boring adult stuff. You guys probably understand that, but you guys aren't here for that. You guys are here to listen to uh, our podcast, see how the Angels are doing. So we're going to go ahead and start off by talking about the Rays series, work chronologically, and then go ahead and finish off with today's game against the Yankees. Obviously, we're recording this on Monday night, the 28th uh but uh before we get started uh go ahead and follow us on all of our social media if you're not doing so already facebook twitter instagram all that fun stuff uh catch the todd fox show on instagram uh, for the post game as well as twitch and am i missing anything else as far as
1: uh what you youtube and facebook
0: there you go literally almost all the platforms that are out there make sure to catch it chase has done a good job uh, behind the scenes making all that Uh, work accordingly so we appreciate him and everything he does with that as well as everyone else on our team so uh, make sure to support all of us by uh, constantly liking sharing with your friends this podcast is growing very organically and uh, we really appreciate everything you guys are doing to support the page so uh, keep doing that make sure to buy your uh, obnoxious merchandise like the Todd fox shower curtain and the Todd fox uh, comforters that's the stuff we gotta push.
1: <laughs> That's gotta be a big one. The day that that thing sells, it's gonna be great.
0: Dude, all Todd and I ever do is like talk about like what we're gonna do when that finally sells. Like Todd's <laughs> like, I will drive to their house and like deliver it to them. I will Head sign deliver. it. Whatever you guys want, <laughs> well, we're gonna do it because God. Just imagine, like somewhere, somebody's gonna be sleeping with a Todd Fox comforter.
1: <laughs> it's. I can't even imagine it. <laughs> yeah, we're, already, we already go ahead go oh, ahead no, no, <laughs> i already you, bought my glow pen it. shirt so i'm doing my part you guys got to do your part now
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so far i've just bought my halos in the infield shirt but uh we have a lot more uh, exciting stuff on the horizons for more uh, t-shirt designs hopefully some of them we have to sell and hopefully some of them we don't have to sell i think chase knows what i'm alluding to but we won't go into that until that becomes relevant in like september but hopefully not Yeah. but uh Now that all the, you know, yard work and all that boring stuff's out of the way, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, what you guys really tuned in for, and that's to hear about the Tampa Bay Rays series. So uh, it started off on Friday with a, uh, I would say, pretty disappointing loss. Uh, Chase, you want to start off with some of the details?
1: Oh, man. On Friday, well, we had a good day for uh, Shohei Otani. He went two for four. Uh, that's always fun to see. Shohei is the only reason some of the fans stick around at this time of the year, uh, with Trout out and all that. But uh, through the rest of the board, not a whole lot of action. Rendon had a hit. Uh, Ward had a hit. Um, but just a whole lot of nothing. Uh, three runs in that game for the Angels to the Rays. Four runs. Uh,
0: was did Rendon have a home run that game? Um, no. I bu- Ooh. Which is Otani. Oh, you did, you did. It was it was
1: yeah, it was it was Otani's so well. yeah, and Rendon's cuz that was the one Otani just launched onto the catwalk in right right field and then Rendon followed it up pretty good.
0: That's where... uh Matty V actually had a really uh, funny line where he's like, "Oh, it's too sexy for the catwalk." <laughs> that was actually a pretty good one. I, sometimes I like Matty V's one-liners. I understand he's a jinx, and Angels fans hate him for that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, let's be honest; it, it doesn't matter who is who's going on right now. It's
1: it, we're jinxing ourselves. Most <laughs> we're of the time. jinxing ourselves by talking about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, man, how fun has Otani been to watch this year? I mean, you know, I feel like every podcast platform and every reporter keeps talking about how interesting it is to see what he's doing but i mean it just words can't even describe it
1: yeah yeah it's i don't think we're ever going to see anything like otani for the foreseeable future
0: yeah now let me uh okay so i get a lot of uh, he i so i i get mixed i get a mixed back i get a lot of people who give me uh heat for saying that Shohei Ohtani and his talent level is way better than anything Babe Ruth could have ever done. And there's some people who are like, no, he's absolutely right. Shohei Ohtani is like a mega-athlete. Where where do you line? What side are you on there? Uh,
1: Mega-athlete to, like, the max. I think he could excel in anything he does. Like, if he was to play football, I think he could (laughs) moss somebody in the end zone for a Hail Mary pass. Something like that. I I know he could pretty much do anything he wanted.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a... not to get too descriptive but i mean he's a mammoth dude you know what i mean like he was always tall but now that he like bulked up he's like just he's like a complete human being yeah he's he's just like crazy yeah swole hey otani yeah he went from (laughs) uh i'll have her home by 9 p.m sir to she calls me daddy too (laughs) yeah i love those memes
1: oh those are great
0: yeah. So, I mean, yeah, what he's doing is just, you know, absolutely astonishing. You know, he, he, we always get the Babe Ruth comparisons, but I mean, you know, Babe Ruth played in such a different time. Shohei Otani's playing against a bunch of other guys who, you know, are at the same level, at least as hitters. But I can guarantee you many of those guys can't throw 100 miles an hour with an epic sinker.
1: Oh, definitely not.
0: Yeah, we were talking, actually, uh, I don't know if you got to hear the uh, interview we just did with Rocks in the Outfield, or the collab, I should say. But on that show, I said, like, could you imagine, like, so let's go back in time. Let's say I took a time machine. I went back to 2014 Chase, and I would have told you, hey, man, so uh, this Mike Trout guy, you know, he's great. But in a couple of years, you're basically just going to forget Mike Trout exists. He's just going to be another guy in baseball. What would you have said?
1: I wouldn't have believed you at first. I didn't think that there could be anybody better than Trout at the time. But now that we're seeing what we're seeing, Otani's the real deal. I don't think anybody can uh, get close to him right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like I think I said last night, too, that it's like it's as if Jacob DeGrom and Mike Trout had a baby. <laughs> you know, you have the Jacob DeGrom nasty stuff. I, I mean, DeGrom is maybe like still a step or two ahead as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, considering the fact that he mashes mash his home runs like a, like a Mike Trout, and he's a complete five-tool guy. I guess a six-tool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that just puts him in another category. I mean, for you to be having a conversation about two of the best athletes in baseball in one person is just – absolutely astonishing it just you know goes without saying that he's a special talent Mm
1: -hmm. and you got to remember he's pitching he's not even throwing his hardest right now he's he's saving a lot in the tank we saw that uh in his last game that he pitched that in the last inning he was throwing bullets up there but in the earlier innings he's only throwing mid-90s and i think that's a big part of his success this year
0: yeah right everybody was worried like oh his velo's down his velo's down but i mean you know Maybe he was just preserving himself.
1: Mm-hmm. He's getting outs.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, if I was pitching against a bunch of Sunday league guys, at least you know, according to Shohei Ohtani, it feels like that's what it is. It's he's like facing a bunch of bush leaguers at this point. <laughs> yeah. They have to make a new like competition level.
1: You know what I mean? Because like, a- above the Japan. MLB level, yeah,
0: yeah, right. Because I think a lot of like comparisons are like Japanese is uh, baseball is kind of like uh, AAA. I think is what a lot of people say in the KBO is kind of like double A. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, where does he go now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, That's right. That. We got to like uh, go on the time machine, get some of those guys back, see how he does against those guys. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you he's still mashing homers.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, like I said, I don't think we'll see another Shohei Otani.
0: So, real fun question before we move on. Okay, so... Shohei Otani the batter versus Shohei Otani the pitcher. One on one. Who wins? Pitcher. You think I... so?
1: Sho okay, Shohei is very good at hitting, but he does tend to chase a lot. So I'm putting my money on Shohei the pitcher.
0: Yeah, it's fair. I mean plus I mean if you're facing yourself, you know exactly what to you know what pitch to throw yourself. Mm-hmm. I swing at the uh, fastball up in my eyes every time. So I'm throwing myself a fastball in my eyes every time. And I'm sure you do the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. You know whatever his weakness is, he knows what it is.
1: So. And you got to think a three hundred hitter is missing the ball seven out of ten times. So, I mean the odds are in your favor. That's
0: fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But maybe that's a potential question of the day one day.
1: Ooh, maybe that, that's a good fun. idea. Yeah. I'm All right. So soon. let's move see on soon. to Saturday's game, the thirteen to three loss. Ooh, I don't wanna. Uh, <laughs> that was that was ugly.
0: Uh, one more thing that I did want to touch about Friday's game. That was the game that Taylor Ward completely
1: oh, essentially the, cost us the game. Yeah.
0: I don't want to go ahead and blame it on one particular person, but I mean, what, he had two errors out there that were both very costly that ended mm-hmm. up being the game losers, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so.
1: uh, That's the tough part about playing him in the outfield is that he's still very new to the outfield, and then you go to yeah. a place like Tampa Bay where the roof is notoriously bad for tracking fly balls. It, it's just a a recipe for disaster, really.
0: It's like the modern day AstroDome. Remember oh, where yeah. they tried like color coloring the baseballs different colors, and <laughs> they tried tinting the the roof. I mean, that was before my time, but you mm-hmm. know, obviously, I've heard the stories, I've read, I've seen the videos.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, it, yeah Saturday's game, it's rough in there. <laughs> Saturday's game. That was the game that uh, Otani and Rendon. No, that was last last game. Uh, right Otani now. had one hit. Rendon had one hit. Uh, Otani and Rendon each had RBIs, but Rendon had two. Uh, Goslin had a hit. I do want to touch up on Goslin. Uh, Lagares had a hit, and Fletcher had a hit. Uh, a total of five hits for the Angels, and only three <laughs> runs. And uh, they left on base fourteen that game. Yeah, it's Lobsterfest. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean Never heard it was a decent game. Up to oh, you haven't really.
1: I have not heard Lobsterfest before.
0: That's a a commonly used one, but uh, there you go. There you go. You heard it today. Um, You know, it was just a really tough game all around. Like, it was Mm -hmm. a contest till about the fourth inning, and then Tampa Bay put up a four spot, and it just snowballed from there. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're not going to win too many games when you give up 13 runs, needless (laughs) to say. But, uh, I mean, the Angels, when they score four runs, are great. And uh, one of the things uh, Todd and I have talked about in the past, and I'm sure you're going to agree with completely, is the fact that, you know, the Angels hardly ever have both things firing at all cylinders. They they have a game where, you know, the offense will score 15 runs, and they'll be up like 15 to four, and then the bullpen just completely blows it. They've had a lot of those this year. (laughs) They've had a lot of the games where, like, they're losing like five-nothing. The starter gets pulled, and then the bullpen, like, shuts everybody out the rest of the game. And we end up losing, like, five to three because the offense just couldn't string enough hits. It's just every time. It's one or the other.
1: Yeah, it, you can never have all cylinders firing at the same time. It just doesn't work yeah. for the Angels. That's not the Halo way. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh that's, no, that's worry, what makes because fans very we're going to sign. Oh, Wait. yeah, no,
0: absolutely. I was going to yeah. say it, but... Uh, don't worry, that's where we're gonna sign some position players this offseason, but never pitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always position players.
0: Yeah. already already loves position players.
1: And then they proceed to not perform at the level that they were previously. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right. Unfortunately.
0: Ah, but- yeah, right? You have you'll have a guy who's like, man, already like, like 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 a pitcher. Like let's just say it was like Trevor Bauer, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, Man, I really want to go play for the for the Angels. I'm willing to take a discount. Already, he's like I'm not quite following what you're saying here because there's like, come on, man, I really want to play for you guys. Like you guys need pitching and Artie's like, but can you play shortstop? It's
1: or... <laughs> like, like just... we really need a new shortstop, but <laughs> you know, our pitching's fine. Our pitching's fine. They've given up the most runs in the league or something like that. Something along those lines. They've got to be up he there I don't think registers walks.
0: that information. Like maybe he doesn't even like know how to find like the pitching portion on like baseball reference.
1: <laughs> you just can't find the stats. <laughs> it is for sure all right so anything you want to touch up on in that game uh there wasn't a whole lot of anything for the angels no it was just an
0: overall really just bad performance i mean like you said anytime you get five hits you only score three runs and you give up that many runs it's just a recipe for disaster there's really not much to touch on here too many runners left on base no situational hitting and that uh, the crazy part is even if they, you know, drive at half those runs, we're still talking about getting blown out. So <laughs>
1: yeah, I did see at the very bottom of the page, uh, Junior Guerra. He was the uh, ace of the day. Uh, somehow, Shelter, actually, yeah. Somehow, zero earned runs and only give up two hits in uh, what? What was it? One one point two innings of work. Okay, so Alex yeah. Cobb.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's been a mixed bag all season. You know, unfortunately, this was just kind of one of those performances where he just didn't have his best stuff. And, you know, just like everyone on the starting rotation, it's a good game or a bad game. Mm -hmm. You know, Jose Quintana didn't have the best performance coming out of of the bullpen either. I think that was his bullpen debut. I think so.
1: And his ERA is now up to a whopping 7.12.
0: Yeah, any of these guys who bring on one-year deals for whatever reason just never really pan out. You know, and Alex Cobb was obviously a trade candidate, so he's a little different. But, I mean, to Teheran, Trevor Cahill, Matt Harvey, Tim Lincecum. The list just kind of goes on
1: and on. Oh, it's terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like, why do we always pick the wrong one-year contracts? Almost every time. I mean, couldn't have gotten, gotten Gosman. <laughs>
1: we never pick the right pitchers. It's, it's the brutal truth of the Angels franchise.
0: Yeah, exactly. Actually, you know what? If I'm being honest, I might be more disappointed at this point if we did pick the right pitcher. I just kind of be like, "Damn, like what's,
1: what are we doing? We can't pick good pitching." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on to a little bit of lighter news. Into an Angels win, you heard yes. me right—an Angels win. Record <laughs> scratch. What? They, yeah, uh, they won six to four on Sunday. Um, let's see the stats on that. Fletcher had. Two hits in that game. Otani had three hits. Were not they all extra base hits? Right?
0: Uh, did he not almost have a a cycle that yesterday? Or uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah, yesterday.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, he had a triple, a double, and a uh, home run. Yeah, he was. He was a single shy. That's the one he hit the inside pitch, and he just launched it out the opposite field. That that yeah. swing looked like he had no no chance of getting out, and it just kept going.
0: Yeah. Shohei Otani is like, I mean, once again, we already said it, but it's like just the stuff he does is just kind of crazy. I'm just like, you know, this exit velocity we don't really ever see consistently. You know what I mean? You'll have a guy like Giancarlo kind of muscle one out, you know, I would say semi-often, but, I mean, Shohei Otani like does it every time. Like, mm-hmm. oh, grounded to second base, it was 116 miles an hour.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then Phil Gosselin had another good game, uh, three for four that game, and uh, two RBIs for him. Big part of the win there. Phil Goslin has kind
0: of been an unsung hero that I think people kind of need to give a little more respect to. Like, he's really – he's fared well wherever we've had to put him. Mm-hmm. Uh, his defense hasn't cost us anything. And, I mean, he's hitting. He's been at three forty one this year. You know, he just kind of came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. The Angels are – the Angels have one of those players every year, whether it's like yeah. Brian Goodwin, Tommy LaStella uh, – any others that come to mind in years prior?
0: Um, oh I just bl- Jeffrey Marte in 2016.
1: Mm-hmm. Er, yeah, he had know. some clutch home runs.
0: Yeah, and then like those, like sometimes get it out of like pitching. Like when they picked J.C. Ramirez from the waiver wire. Parker oh my Bridwell. god!
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember Parker Bridwell's when he was dominant back then.
0: Yeah, my favorite was actually when we had Kirby H for one game.
1: Really? <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah, remember Kirby- him playing for them. That's why. It was literally
0: one game do you remember yeah. matt latos as an angel
1: i seem to yeah really okay. i remember I the thought name that was gonna
0: be one okay i remember I, I the thought name.
1: for sure you wouldn't have yeah i don't remember specific performances a whole lot but i remember names very well in baseball
0: okay yeah yeah matt latos i mean was a pretty big part of like the 2010s for the padres and then went over to the mm-hmm. reds it was decent there yeah he and was very good for the padres
1: the
0: yeah 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 he was great um but yeah, I mean, Phil Gosselin might be that guy this year for us, mm-hmm. which, hey, which is great, um, you know. And yeah, Tommy LaSella was one that I, I don't know how <laughs> I could have forgotten, but I totally did. And uh, he's hurt right now, right, with the Giants? He
1: is, unfortunately. Yeah, he's always, he's been fun to
0: watch. I, I've been a fan of his, but um, was he was it only a one-year deal he sent with the Giants?
1: I think it might have been two. I think he was okay. there last year, too. Like cause Cause He was, me... like, in between the deals. He was in between deals. Because okay, that was during okay, the yeah. trade deadline from last year, right?
0: Yes. Yes, it was, where we got uh, Franklin Barreto, who's also been hurt all year. Mm. Um, part of me always wonders, you know, because uh, next year, obviously, we're not going to have a shortstop unless Jose Iglesias <laughs> gets a qualifying offer, which is probably <laughs> not going to happen. Or which is probably also not going to happen. I, I kind of wonder, like, oh, I wonder if they try to get a second baseman and maybe move Fletcher over to short. Mm-hmm. You know, that way they don't have to overpay for a shortstop.
1: But uh, yeah. yeah, I could see them doing something like that, but I, I have trust in Perry. I think he'll do the right thing in the end.
0: Yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, like Todd and I always say, I mean, we have to give Perry the benefit of the doubt. We don't have a reason not to at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what else... So we already talked about Phil Gosselin, He's having a great season. I, I do season. want to say
1: one more thing on Phil Goslin cool. I do not know why he's not in the everyday lineup. I know they say he hits lefties <clears throat> a whole lot better, but I would rather have him in the lineup over Renjifo any day. It's, it's just he's better. They did bring up yeah. Schibler today, but, uh, I mean, I, I like Gosselin better. That's all I got to say.
0: I mean, as of right now, I think Goslin definitely gives you the better chance to win. Uh, I've always liked Renjifo for the simple fact of, I, you know, he the potential's always been there. And I think he's a gamer in the sense of, you know, I never see Luis Renjifo like, ever ground a ball out and just kind of, you know, Albert Pujols jog the first. Like, he's at least trying every play. His defense has always been pretty decent. It's just a matter of getting it all clicked. You know, he's always been that 4A kind of player. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If there was a fourth a he'd be the guy, <laughs> Yeah. you know, along with Matt Theis and, you know, for the longest time, Taylor Ward and all and these Jack guys. And Jack
1: Mayfield. Jack Mayfield's tearing it up right now. I don't know yeah. if you've seen that, but he, he's he been doing really good. Yes, he's coming Salt back Lake. from Seattle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I saw him in my trip and uh, he hit a home run there, but he just walked it off tonight for the bees.
0: Oh, yeah, I wasn't aware of that. Now, uh, mm-hmm. one thing I, I was – Andrew and I – uh uh, for those of you guys who don't know Andrew might be new to our podcast he does the uh, around the league show with chase uh, mm-hmm. we were talking about the fact that maybe Matt Bice should get another consideration mm-hmm. uh, especially now with the whole uh, you know changes with the foreign substances and the, the crackdown on that uh, you gotta see Matt Feisce play does he look any better recently than he did maybe with the
1: angels? uh yeah yeah he looks he looks good um, it's just getting used to the catcher role again I think yeah. that's the biggest part for him. But if he was to come up as a first baseman, I could see him doing pretty well. He's got a good eye right now, and uh, he's putting bat on ball.
0: Yeah, I, was, I almost wonder if they just kind of don't want to break him out of that rhythm of trying to learn how to catch again, because mm-hmm. that currently I'd rather have him in the outfield than Renifo. Renifo's been getting a lot of time in the outfield <laughs> for
1: some reason. Yeah, he didn't play a single game there in AAA, and now he's just thrown into the fire, and they're praying that he catches the ball out there, I guess.
0: Yeah, the Angels do that sometimes. Do you remember a couple of years ago when they put Peter Borgels at
1: second base?
0: like an Yes, training? and then he made a diving play like the
1: first yes. shot he got. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, well, this guy's our new second baseman. Well, I'm surprised that Griffin Canning didn't get a ball hit to him in the uh, series before this one.
0: Yeah, Todd and I were joking that because he's in left field now, uh, <laughs> they moved him there so that he could eventually get paid. They wouldn't pay him as a pitcher. Yeah. So they're like, well, you've got to learn how to play the outfield if you want to get a paycheck here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're, they're trying to develop more Otani's.
1: Oh, uh, definitely. I mean, most of their pitchers are better hitters than the uh, regular lineup. <laughs> We've seen that that's in all. Dylan there. Bundy,
0: Dylan Bundy, a couple of days ago when he struck out I guess
1: nice. nah, he's a 500 hitter. Nah, might be. It might, yeah, be, it might be a little bit lower than that. But, but yeah, we won't. We won't talk about it.
0: He's probably a <laughs> better hitter than Trevor Bauer, though.
1: Yeah. Okay, so Ren went 0 for 4 in that game. Uh Taylor Ward yeah. went 2 for 4 in that game. That's pretty good. Um he's slightly making up for uh what was it? Friday's game.
0: Yeah, I mean Taylor Ward, I like as a bench guy, you know, you know, perception is everything. As a starter, I'm not I'm not quite sold on Taylor Ward. I don't know if I ever will be. But, you know, as a bench piece, I I could definitely see him doing that. And that's obviously not something you want out of your 2015 first-round pick. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, all you can ever do is play the cards that are dealt. And uh, Taylor Ward coming off the bench as of right now might be a benefit to this team, especially because we saw him catch the uh, in uh, extra innings versus the Giants. And he He good pretty well.
1: Yeah, he looked
0: good. That was his first time catching in a long time, right? Yeah,
1: he caught a little bit in spring training. training, yeah.
0: Yeah, but in a he's never caught in a major league game, and I don't mm-hmm. think he caught he, he's caught a professional baseball outside of spring training.
1: Um, yeah, I don't think so.
0: You know what? Actually, no, he did. He used, he was a catcher for the 66ers. and I think once he made it to Mobile when we were still the double-A team for us, mm-hmm. I think that's when they converted him.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Angels love to do that. They love to draft guys and like change their position, like. With Jemai Jones, like, oh, you're mm-hmm. a center fielder? You're a second baseman now.
1: <laughs> the reverse Mookie so. bets. Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> I mean, you have uh, you have Matt Dyche, was a catcher. They're like, you're not a catcher anymore. You're a first baseman. No, never mind, you're a catcher.
1: <laughs> so. uh, let's look at the pitching for that game. Uh, that was Patrick Sandoval's day. Uh, he uh, gave up four hits, three runs, three earned runs, only two walks and six strikeouts. What do you think about that?
0: Patrick Sandoval, another one of those unsung heroes. You know, what people don't realize is these are the kind of guys who win you World Series rings. You know, the big names are cool. The big names help you get there. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's always these role players. It's always these pitchers that you didn't expect who are obviously under club control that aren't expensive guys. Those are the guys who make the difference when the playoffs really can go. going. So, you know, if we can find our way in there, man, I, I, Patrick Sandoval is going to do some damage this postseason.
1: Yeah, I've been hoping that Sandoval has been uh, would break out of his little rut that he's been in for the last couple of years, because I, I really like the guy, and he just wasn't able to do it the last couple of years. But it seems like he's putting it together right now.
0: Absolutely, he's a guy who looks like he's a gamer. He looks like he has the competitive nature. He looks like he has that edge, and he's not afraid to you know be vocal about it. I mean, he was mm-hmm. yelling in his glove. He was getting animated. It reminded me of like Jake Peavy back in the day when you know mm-hmm. he would yell at himself and. You know, that's the kind of thing you want to see. You want to see these players get frustrated with themselves, not Mm. to the point where it affects their play, but because we know they care. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Seeing emotion for me is a very big part of uh, why I like guys and why I do not like guys.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's some guys who just aren't going to bring that. Like, you know, Rendon's going to sit there and just be Rendon. He's not going to, you know, stone face the whole time. You know, he's not Manny Ramirez. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) Nobody can be Manny that's that's fair except Manny <laughs> yeah it's that's it's also fair well anything else you want to add for that game uh Rysel Iglesias
0: uh, another guy who's just been really good this year uh, he mm-hmm. came in there got the save uh what he struck out two mm-hmm. and uh Rysel Iglesias as far as actual save opportunities he's been pretty lights out this season and uh you know, could you imagine what our team would be like if we didn't have Rysel Iglesias as a closer and we had just a normal guy?
1: <laughs> the bullpen's bad enough as is right now, but without Iglesias, I would think we would have the worst record in the AL West. Dude, if we didn't have Otani and we
0: didn't have Rysel Iglesias, we're having a much different conversation. We're talking about <laughs> a first, first overall pick right now. I yeah. promise.
1: Yeah, tanking for whoever the top pick is right now. I don't really pay attention to college baseball.
0: Yeah, it'll probably be a catcher. We wouldn't get a pitcher.
1: <laughs> of course. That was a
0: first-round pick. Maybe like six rounds. Definitely okay, we'll
1: not. get a pitcher now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but let's hope for the pitching. Everybody pray for the pitching. It needs to come yeah, through. Right.
0: Pray to Perry. <laughs> Hashtag pray to Perry.
1: Hashtag pray to Perry.
0: Um, okay, so uh, wrapping it up, let's talk about uh, – monday's game so monday june 28th what right now that it's no it's still monday for another minute
1: (laughs) yeah we're recording it a minute before midnight i didn't realize how late it was sleeps for the week yeah yeah it is let me pull that up real quick i gotta get you guys the actual stats um they ended up winning today five to three angels had 11 hits wow that's a lot um, and it was Dylan Bundy day. Uh, I don't know if you have seen it yet or not, but he puked on the mound. Yeah, he blew chunks today, literally. Oh, like, <laughs> what was it? After his second inning, he got through 1.2 innings of work, and then he just threw up all over the back of the mound. Madden comes out, he's like, oh, oh, that's not good. And then he's like, Suarez, get up, let's go. And then Suarez proceeds to throw a gem. 5.1 innings of work with only one earned run allowed, and it was on a Stanton home run.
0: Yeah. yeah now, um, tomorrow's question of the day, uh, I mean, by, by the time this is out, the question of the day will be out in the morning. So I'll be the first to ask you, has Jose Suarez earned himself a chance to be in the starting rotation and at least get some looks as a starter?
1: 100% yes. He has done exactly what Sandoval did and more, and he still hasn't gotten that look as a starter. I think you would either have to take out Bundy or Heaney, Uh, one of those two, because those guys haven't been performing too much. I would say Bundy, because Bundy's been more consistently bad, per se, uh, compared to Heaney, because Heaney can have a good day every once in a while. But, um, yeah, I I think he's earned it.
0: All right, uh, so... You know, me putting on my nutty professor hat here, what are the odds that maybe someone like Joe Madden, who is absolutely bonkers sometimes, would consider doing something like, uh, you know, almost like an opener, but maybe you have Dylan Bundy and Suarez tag teaming.
1: Um, I don't want to see it. Uh, we saw enough of the opener experiments with Brad Osmus, and for the most part, they did not work. Um, but, like, Bundy could be a good long reliever. Uh, throw him in the bullpen with Quintana. And uh, I think you have a good couple innings out of those two guys. You just got to get their heads right. I think that's it. Because uh he's not been Bundy-like uh, with the Angels this year. Last year, he was amazing. like He exceeded every expectation that we had for him. And this year, he's just kind of fallen flat.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely with you. I, I think Suarez has earned a spot. But the problem, I think, is having two guys who combined to make about, what, 11 or $12 million combined. Mm-hmm. and I mean that's a lot of dead money to have in the bullpen so you know I'm not too sure what the answer here is and another thing is going to be uh, what's going to happen next year where a situation where we can have Patrick Sandoval, Reed Detmers, and Jose Suarez uh, in Naughton. a certain mm-hmm. rotation that's three. some other guys yeah, yeah. Yeah. might be up yeah we could essentially have nothing but lefties and Shohei Ontani. <laughs> so, another thing is I mean, Todd brought it up in the past. Is there any chance to consider trading a guy like Suarez if there's a good return? Wow.
1: Any guy is tradable for enough like return so that that's that's at least my thinking. If you trade trout, you better be getting your money's worth.
0: same thing with Otani I mean i uh, I think the angels really need to have a talk with Otani and be like, hey, man, be honest, how do you feel about this place?" Do you mm. want to stay here? Because he's a free agent after next season. So going mm. into 2023, he'll be a free agent, assuming he doesn't resign. Mm. So, you know, if it's a situation where, hey, you know, he might not want to stick around, we might have to have that difficult conversation because if you were to trade him, you would get back an entire team. Yeah. We can get 25 guys back for Otani.
1: You could probably and fleece the entire Baltimore Orioles team.
0: That's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> they, you know. Trey Mancini, John Means, Adeline Ruspland. I <laughs> Hey, maybe. <laughs> maybe.
1: I mean, hey, you know. Just depends we'll on the We'll even package. give you
0: guys Max Fassi.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Totally yeah, exactly.
0: It. You know, so everybody has a price. I mean, trust me, I don't – I just bought – I have a ton of Tony jerseys. I don't want to give, give those up, but I mean – you know, if he's not going to stick around after next year, then you have to think about what's going to be better for the team in the long run. But uh, hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully we're having a, a conversation uh, about a Shohei Ohtani extension at some point mm-hmm. because he's, you know, going to be the true face of baseball. It's not, you know, if he can stay healthy, he's the best player in baseball. There's no doubt about it. Fight me if anyone <laughs> doesn't agree. But
1: Now, now, Fernando, I got a question for you this time. Uh, okay so if the angels do end up signing otani to an extension do you think the response will be greater to that of trout's extension or do you think it'll be slightly less what do you mean greater Uh, the money no no like the fan reception of it because i know everybody likes otani but trout's trout's extension was a huge deal
0: I think the Trout, uh, I think the Otani extension is going to, with Angels fans resonate well with the rest of the league, it's going to be horrible (laughs) because we already have to hear about us wasting Mike Trout.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and I really, I'm I'm getting sick and tired of that narrative. It's getting Mm -hmm. old, it's getting tired. It's just, you know, at this point, you know, Trout's been so hurt so often that it's almost hard to. You know, say the Angels are wasting Mike Trout more so than I think currently Mike Trout is wasting Mike Trout. Mm -hmm. But, um, no, I think the fan response as far as the Angels would be great. I mean, you know, people want Otani to to stick around because he's essentially two star players
1: in one. Uh, There's nothing like (laughs) Otani. I've said it multiple times this show. There's nothing like him. All right. Yeah, so, right, we
0: might need to consider doing a uh, Shohei Ohtani episode every
1: week. Jeez, <laughs> we might have to. We talk about him so damn much. Okay, yeah, so actually, moving on to this like, game. Oh. I, we haven't, yeah, no, go ahead, go
0: ahead, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I was thinking we would have to move on to this game. We've been talking about Shohei so much. Yeah, right. you so got a new rule, no overs. more
0: talking about Shohei. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there was a guy in the two spot in tonight's game that did end up hitting a home run. And did Riquifo? No. <laughs> it's Shohei Otani. He ended up hitting a monster blast out in right field. First at bat in Yankee Stadium, I believe.
0: No, I think he's played in Yankee Stadium in 2018.
1: 2018. Mm, I think he was hurt for I, that. I don't know. We'll fact check it later.
0: <laughs> I, think he was, I think he was batting at the time because mm. for 2018, because he was supposed to face Tanaka, I think, but he sat that game.
1: Ah, that would make sense. Yeah, but anyway, home run for Otani. He had a walk in the game too. Uh, Nope, he didn't. He had an RBI from that. Um, And then Rendon was one for three, but he did have two walks. So that was very good to see from Rendon. (laughs) Yeah, just yeah,
0: he's getting on base. I just like "Eh." it's like mixed reactions. It's like, hey, he got on base. Hey, he got a hit. But, I mean, you know, he's slowly starting to come into his zone there. I mean, he's still batting 230, so that's where the thumbs down comes from. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can only move up if you're getting hits. Mm-hmm.
1: It's so hard to get a read on Anthony Rendon sometimes, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, you know, as long as he's not – you know, it's one thing if he's not exactly helping us win. But as long as he's not costing us games – I guess that's kind of what matters because I mean, you know, thinking back to, you know, there's some talk about it. See the Pujols 2.0. Pujols was costing us games constantly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as long as we can avoid that.
1: Yeah, with wonderful tag ups from first base.
0: Dude, that's my, how crazy is it to think that's our last image of Albert Pujols as an angel running like a turtle <laughs> to second base, oversliding the base and like holding on to the base and looking at the umpire saying, paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs>
1: seems rather fitting, huh? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, Jared Walsh, he had a two-hit game tonight.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's great to see him uh, hopefully starting to turn, regain form because, I mean, you know, he was batting 310. He was up and there in the league leaders in batting average pretty recently, but he's kind of gone a little bit of a skid, and, you know, mm-hmm. I guess that was to be expected. I mean, you know, he's still – obviously he's not a rookie, but, I mean, he's still so new to the league that he might as well be. Yeah. So, you know, I I think this is his first full season. Mm. Yeah,
1: and he did go 0 for 10 in that race series, so it's good to see him bounce back.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, against a team like the Yankees, obviously, you know, the Yankees are a big name. So if you ever want to establish yourself as a major league that people should take seriously, you know, going up against the Yankees is – one of the best ways to do it because the Yankees have that East Coast bias to get that national attention and people are going to start knowing oh this this is who Jared Walsh is maybe he does deserve to be in the all-star game
1: yeah yeah I've been voting for him every time I've been able to unfortunately I can't vote for him right now because it's just voting for starters but hopefully he'll make it for the last chance votes um
0: yeah, absolutely. And by the way, uh, I, I will plug our friends over at Rocks in the Outfield. They have that really cool Otani and Walsh all-star game shirt, so mm-hmm. make sure to check them out and buy that shirt. That's a pretty cool one.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Go ahead. Scott Shebler. Continue. he was one for four today's game, uh, three strikeouts. That's kind of what I was expecting out of him. He had a bloop single. Um, nothing, I don't really have anything on him.
0: How was he with uh, when you saw him in uh, AAA? Did he look a little more comfortable?
1: No. No, he did not. <laughs> He struck out, I think, five times.
0: Yeah, I think right now the Angels are just in a position where everyone's just hurt. The outfield's completely hurt. Or it's just, you know, we're hoping to, you know, grab whatever fell off the, the chicken and turn it into chicken nuggets. That's what we're hoping <laughs> to do here.
1: Just praying. Uh, Jose Iglesias, he was two for four today.
0: Yeah, you know, he's, uh, you know, 260 is a little lower than I remember. I mean, he was, you know, same thing as uh, Jared Walsh a couple weeks ago. I think he was in the 270s, 275s. So you'd like to see that average start to creep up a little bit, especially because his defense has been so inconsistent this year compared to what we're used to seeing out of him. But, uh, you know, Jose Iglesias is at least being serviceable, and that's all we can ask for. And he had a good game today,
1: mm-hmm. and including then, uh, a great play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luis Ranjifo, one for four. Hey, your boy. That's all you can hope for for Luis Brenhifo pretty much.
0: Yeah, I mean, once again, he didn't cause us any uh, anything in the outfield, so that's a victory in itself.
1: Yeah, I mean, everything he does is a plus at this point, as long as he doesn't <laughs> make an error or anything.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So I mean, I'll, 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 one for four, I'll take it.
1: Yeah, and then Juan Lagares, two for four.
0: Yeah, he's, his bat's been very inconsistent. But, you know, you bring Juan Ligares in for his glove and what he's been able to do in his career with his glove, not necessarily for his bat. So anything you get out of him on the field is a plus. It's almost like a catcher. You know what I mean? Most catchers can't hit these days. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Stassi overall has been a decent hitter. So.
1: Yeah, he's, he's had a rough couple series as of late, but uh, hopefully he'll heat back up soon.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, because I mean, this team's going to need him, uh, and at the least, we need him to be productive over the next three weeks. So Perry Manozzi can decide if this is going to be our catcher or if he's going to be a trade chip. Because uh, we we got to figure it out soon.
1: Yeah. Well, that's all I got for this game. You got anything else to add? No,
0: no. I, I but I do have. The, I do want to ask you that Max Stassi, question. So if you were Perry Manozian, you know, and today was a trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, for those of you guys at home, Max Stassi's a free agent after next season. Would you re sign him? Would you, you know, would you think, hey, maybe it's time to trade him while well, his value's there and, you know, another team will get a year, extra year out of him?
1: I don't think the return would be enough because I don't think we have the catching to back him up. Even if we do get a catcher in return, the bat that we've seen is too much to replace at this point and we still have control over him for a bit so i say hold on to him and maybe next year at the trade deadline if he's still doing well tell uh sell him off as a rental and see what you can get for him then
0: yeah, I mean, my opinion on catchers has always been a little different than most people. A lot of people like the hitting catchers. Uh, I really don't care. I want a catcher who's going to control my uh, starting staff. I've always wanted the Angels to go after a guy like Austin Hedges. He mm-hmm. can't hit the broad side of a barn, but he knows <laughs> how to, you know, he dons the tools of ignorance like a champ. Yep. So, you know, he knows how to control a pitching staff. These younger guys can benefit from a guy like him who's been there, who's still young, but, you know, he's... he's he's developed himself, he's developed some good pitchers, he's worked with some good pitchers so I think a guy like Austin Hedges would help us out a lot Mm -hmm. I don't think he's going to cost you anything to get from the Indians (laughs) I don't think so so, you know if we can make a move like that then I would be okay with seeing Max Stassi go because I do think we'd be able to get somewhat of a return like you Mm -hmm. said, you know if we don't have anybody to back up Stassi we can't put Kurt Suzuki in there full time it's just not going to work
1: yeah, we've but, seen what know. he can do. <laughs> we've
0: seen what he can do. You know, if September rolls around and Matt Theis is still doing well in AAA with the bat and, you know, he proves a little bit for a little longer that, hey, maybe he can catch. Maybe he call, He gets called up in September, does well, and then maybe this offseason we have a different conversation. Maybe it's, hey, let's give Matt Theis the keys to the kingdom, get a veteran catcher as a backup, and trade Max Stassi
1: yeah yeah that sounds sounds pretty reasonable
0: uh perfect well uh do you have any other questions or anything before we go ahead and wrap up
1: no i think that sums it up pretty good yeah yeah thank you
0: guys so much for tuning in uh hopefully you guys enjoyed having chase on i certainly appreciate him giving us his time he's a great baseball mind so uh you know keep doing uh, your thing man you guys are doing a great job you and andrew uh
1: you're doing you do your thing with
0: the minor league coverage, uh, you know, it's, it's always great to have you guys part of the team. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed what uh, he brought to the table. I know I sure did. So make sure to follow us once again on all of our social medias, Halos in the infield. Make sure to look out for the questions of the day daily, uh, our post games, our pre-games, all that fun stuff. Make sure to check out that merchandise. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys back here soon. See you guys.